Hello, everyone. This is John from the Barstool Historian Podcast. I want to apologize sincerely for what was a very long, unplanned hiatus in our episode release schedule. What can I say? Life just got a little too busy for a couple of us here at the podcast. And so we really, really appreciate your patience. And I want to say to all of you who kept our podcast in your podcast listening apps, those of you who stayed subscribed, who kept checking the Facebook page and the Twitter feed, I want to say to you, thank you so much for your loyalty. And I hope this episode is is worth the wait. I'm a little worried now that I've set expectations a little too high, so maybe you should just reduce those expectations just a little bit and just relax and enjoy the show. All right, on with the show. From second-rate ale to the dowry for a baron's daughter, we're dragging the pounds, shillings, and sixpence of the Middle Ages, kicking and screaming into the present in this episode of The Barstool Historian. everybody thank you once again for tuning into the barstool historian the three of us tim ed and myself john are sitting here in the lion's arms tavern it is almost tax time at the time of this recording so money is very much on our minds and i thought today we would uh, basically have a little fun with uh, dollars and cents as you may remember from our blameometer episode i have access to some pretty amazing technology well, recently we set up the Lion's Arms Tavern with a set of special pneumatic tubes that allow us to send things back through time. And so recently I sent back uh, into the past uh, some uh, audio and video equipment as well as a, a VHS a copy of The Price is Right. And what you're about to hear, this is really amazing. <laughs> This this comes back from the Middle Ages. Ed, you have to tell me where, where when exactly was the time period that I sent the equipment 12, back to? 14 something century. Yes, <laughs> twelve thirteen century. <laughs> so what you're about to hear is an amazing recording. Basically, they send us back a game show uh, from the from the twelfth and the thirteenth century. And uh, so that's what we're going to hear right now. Ed, what's the name of this, this show again? It's, it's in Latin. I think it is, was called uh, Pretium Ustium Est. And that and roughly translates to? The Price is Right. All right. <laughs> All right, so here you go. Live from scenic criddling stubs on skirt and back. It's Pretium Eustum Est. Here's your host, Edwin the Quizzical. Welcome. 
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Pretium Ustium S, the kingdom's most popular game show. And let's meet our contestants today. First, I have Timothy, son of Marco, in Perugia. Hey. Timothy, what brings you to our humble kingdom? Buonasera. Come to the kingdom to do a lot of sewing of the fabric. Fabrica for the king. That's very enlightening. Next, I have John the Miller from nearby Dirtpot, Northumbria. John, how did you convince your Lord of the Cape to make the death-defying journey of 20 miles to join us today? Uh, it was actually quite easy. Um, I was driven off the land uh, by my Lord and the villagers because I was recently accused of witchcraft. And um, I'm actually very lucky that I made it here in one piece. Well, your lord will be glad that I have writers uh, speeding off at this moment to inform him of your whereabouts. Anyway, this is how we play, folks. I'll give you an item, a year, and a date, and our contestants will attempt to guess how much in the future year of 2015 labor dollars said item would cost without going over. Just to remind you, the labor dollar cost is the relative wage a worker now would use to buy the commodity. For example, if something costs $40 in labor value, it would take a worker today the equivalent of four hours making $10 an hour to buy it, or someone making minimum wage about five hours of labor to buy it. For example, a pound of pepper might cost you $20 a pound today. Uh, in 2080, it would take the modern equivalent of $500 of labor or 50 hours of making $10 an hour to buy this. And uh, I think our future betters believe this is a more accessible measure of comparison than the consumer price index. So without further ado, serfs and villains, what is the labor value of a gallon of first-rate ale in 1320? John the Miller. Okay, so, and I'm, I'm going to put this in uh, what I understand to be uh, 2015, well, first of all, dollars. The yeah, world it's actually will, 20, the, the world, 20. The world is, is going to come to an end at, at, at the year 2000, everybody knows that. But if well, for some reason 2015... You're 1000, right? <laughs> well, I'm still surprised it didn't happen. Yes. But, um, so, at two, so, so, should I express it in dollars? Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and how much ale? A gallon. Well, considering that ale is probably the only safe first thing, rate ale. First rate ale. There's second rate. I have second rate too. So the, okay, I'm gonna say a hundred dollars. And Tim, son of Marco. Eh. Yeah, non bevo de. Una birra. Ma, eh, io so che solamente bevo e vino. So, non, non, io, io ho dimenticato. Eh, eh due euro. <laughs> two euros. Two, two euros. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually have to give it to Tim because uh, it's $73.01 and two euros, I believe, is about two dollars. So. Oh, that so really, I went over. Yeah, oh. went over. How about in, ah, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give you a. I'm going to give you another shot. Okay. And the same <clears throat> gallon of first-rate ale in 1420 
Tim, son of Marco, you can uh, you can lead on this one. Hmm. Hey, this is a this is a toughy one. Mm, I'm going to say um, cinque lire. <laughs> well, I don't know if we can try like lire, like modern, li- like. <laughs> How many dollars? <laughs> oh, okay. Everything in the uh, in United States. Uh, uh, so uh, you uh, nothing uh, Italiana anymore. It's all America. <laughs> Ma, okay. Um, Fifteen dollars. And John the Miller. Let's see. I went. I went over last time. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say ten dollars. $49.73. Vittoria, Vittoria. I'm going to lose to this guy. So, I got a question. Uh, What time uh, do we spin the wheel? (laughs) (laughs) Just asking, you know. (laughs) All right, Charles. What is the price of a chicken in 1350? John so, the Miller. Um, a price of a chicken. In what year again? 1350. 1350. Well, they make eggs every day, or nearly every day. They must be valuable. I'm going to say $150. Uh, Giovanni, he mentioned uh, the chicken and he mentioned the egg. It remind me of a chicken francese. Nice breaded in a nice uh, lemon sauce, uh, fried with the flour and a little bit of egg. Mm, uh, Bellissimo. Um, in any event, though, uh, I say um, uh, $75. You're both over it. It's $21.86. Oh. Let's move on to crappy housing, Charles. Okay. I, I know uh, a thing or two about that. John the Miller. How much would it cost to rent a crappy cottage in about 1350, the year we're living in? And uh, we're talking dirt floor and... Uh, oh, we're talking dirt everything, dirt son. Dirt floor? Yes. One room? So... Yes. Know, what, what you described to me just basically sounds like a, like paradise compared to where I live right now <laughs> in, in upper dirt Under pot. Under a pig. But um, I'm going to say a monthly rent? Yearly. Yearly. Oh. Oh, eh, difficile. Mm, molto difficile. $10,000. And Tim? Let me just say, uh, um, <laughs> I have a lot of experience with this because I am married and I have a sposato, my, my wife. My wife. Uh, I also have a gumara, and I put the gumara in a very uh, cheap, dirty apartment. Is that, oh, is, is that, sorry, sorry, is a gumara your, your mistress, or? Si, si. Uh, or just a prostitute? It's a good thing uh, this is, is going to be published to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> in any event, I say uh, 15000 you're both over. It's two thousand seven hundred and thirty-two dollars wow. and ninety-six cents. I wish I lived in at that time. I get oh, much yeah. cheaper gumada. Oh yeah, we're talking about a crappy house. A craftsman's house would be That's about way 10 less grand. than I pay for my studio crappy house. Yes, and a merchant's house would be about twenty-seven grand. 
Hmm. So let's. <laughs> I knew let's... a merchant in a Venice once. A nicer guy. Yes. They well, told let's... me that my crappy house was a junior two bedroom. Since you, since you both really sucked at that, let's <laughs> let's go something a little neutral. How about how much did it cost to build the transept of Gloucester Abbey in 1373? Uh, is it Gloucester <laughs> or a Gloucester? I think it's Gloucester. It's spelled a Gloucester. But they pronounce Gloucester. Just like a Worcester. Gloucester. 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 Uh, you know. Gloucester Abbey in 1373. I think you're both wrong. It's, it's Gloucester, to be honest. It's <laughs> Gloucester. Uh, I can just skip this. Don't speak about my Gloucester <laughs> ever again. I'm it's not coming back. <laughs> okay. I make it's a guess. astronomical. I make a guess. <laughs> Build okay, the Abbey, sure. lot of nonny, a lot of girlfriend, they go and they hide. A lot of bigger place. So, bigger place, a lot of brick, a lot of stone. Uh, I say $100 million. Give or take uh, $10 million. And uh, you, Miller boy? Uh, I think this is just one transept, right? Just one. I'm going to say... One million. You got it. Eight million dollars. Yes. And, uh, eight, 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 so I one think we're tied. Seven, nine. Tied. Yes. I got a t- t- ten right in the, in the beginning. You <laughs> get a nothing, this guy. So let's move on to something I'm sure you both see as your primary exhibition space for your personal flea circuses, clothing. Mm. So I'm sure <laughs> you would... Neither of you would know this, but we are talking about (laughs) (laughs) how much would it cost to buy a wealthy peasant's shoes in 1313. Hmm. $350. $500. $519.23. Not, not too bad, actually. That was that was pretty spot on. Let's let's go one more clothing thing. A gentleman's hat in 1470. A gentleman's hat in 1470. One hundred and fifty dollars. Hmm. I'm gonna go to two hundred. Two hundred dollars. You got it. Four hundred and forty dollars and nineteen cents. Kind of money. <laughs> As we'll learn, uh, the later it gets, the cheaper it is, actually. Well, let's learn a little bit more about the implements which, with your betters, poke you <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> Weapons and armor. I guess they can poke you with armor. How much did a cheap sword cost in 1340? Tim Sonomarco. Eh. This one, I guess, for say, well, I, you, uh, how do they say, come se dice in English, coward. So, <laughs> I don't know nothing about the sword. <laughs> I know plenty much about the needle and the thread. So, <laughs> I guess, I throw it out there, and Ed, you tell me if I correct Um... $350. John the Miller. No, I think it's less. I've seen blacksmiths make 
uh, horseshoes pretty quickly. A cheap sword isn't a whole lot more uh, sophisticated. I'm going to say $50. Big shot over here. Bingo! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just to know the, uh, the, the comparison, uh, how about a war horse in 1250? Oh. <laughs> oh, indeed. I've dreamed of having a war horse. Um. <laughs> I forse on uh, a guess, uh, $500,000. I'm going to say it's more than that. I think it's $750,000. Oh, real take a risk on that one, huh? $1.8 million is the right answer. Now we'll so move who's to something. Winning? I think, are we, are we tied? You know, we, we don't have it. Addition or subtraction or oh, multiplication. Right. I send my so. cousin to your house, Ed. You don't make a right decision. I can't. We, it's, it's very difficult for me to count on my fingers anymore since I've lost three <laughs> of them to frostbite in the past year. So. <laughs> I can. And, and, and milling accidents, of course. What's that? Yeah, and milling <laughs> accidents, of course. That's right. I can only count to four. <laughs> So yeah, no. Basically, we're just gonna keep on doing this, and the last you know question wins. So without okay. further ado, we'll move on to something you rustics will would have no conception of education. <laughs> what would the uh, tuition, room, and board for a monastery school be in 1292? Um, I'm making educated guess, uh, no pun intended, because I got no education. <laughs> <laughs> Education um, of life, my friend, with, you know, a needle and a, a thread. I yeah. guess uh, at the time, uh, <coughs> a nervous tick. A libro, a molto caro. Very expensive, the book. So, the education, a molto caro, because you have to have molti libri. See? So... Ed, uh, one question for clarification. Um, you say one year? One year. One year. I Tuition guess... Tuition room board. I, uh, I guess uh, one a million dollars. One million dollars. Hmm. And John the Miller? You know, I was doing some soothsaying the other day, and I, I, I was throwing the bones on the ground... And I had a vision of students way off in the future spending uh, vast amounts of money on education uh, for things like vegetarian options in, uh, at, at, their, at their lunch encounters and, and things like that and all kinds of perks. So I bet you it is surprisingly less... Than, than we might first think, because there's no frills. This guy, a big talk. <laughs> no analysis. Okay. I think it was more like $10,000. No. Correct answer is $20,000, uh. $945. in a beach. A million dollars. I'll let you double down. Uh, my that was, cousin, that was... he, he, he draw the book uh, by hand. 
It <laughs> took him 10 years to make the book. <laughs> that was in monastery school in 1292. What about tuition for Oxford University in 1374? Well, here's another thing I learned from soothsaying that, that's guy, way off... This a big fat way, cheater. <laughs> way off in the future... Uh, Colleges in one country could charge full tuition for their students to go to school at Oxford and then keep the difference um, in <laughs> the tuition. Sounds kind of personal from a yeah. simple Miller's son. Yeah. No, no. Okay, so Oxford University? Yes. I, I bet it's pricey. I bet it's 25000 Nah. And the thing is, the clothing allowance was about $25,000 a year. That's what a tailor should have gone. I should have worked a day. And uh, for a gentleman, it was about five times more. And not the tuition, the clothing and the board. So, let's sub- explore something else you peons know nothing of. Wages. Uh, the daily wage for a mercenary knight in 1316. Hmm. Mercenary knight. 1316. Mercenary knight, yes. What are the... Knight, horse, hmm. Got to be expensive. That's a, that's a pricey undertaking. Absolutely. Did you say day. daily wage? Daily. $1,000. Hmm. That um, gonna be my guess. I say one thousand. I say to be a little bit uh, smart, a little bit cute. One dollar. One thousand one dollar. <laughs> now I play the prices right, huh? Yes, you are. Yes. Oh, Timothy, son of Marco, you know how to play Pratium Ustium S because. It is actually two thousand and ten. Ah, Bob, tell this guy what he got behind the curtain. The <laughs> number two. Don't learn nothing. For an armed squire, <clears throat> same thing. Armed mm. squire. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he wasn't. In, was he included uh, in that two thousand? Uh, no, 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 no. Separate. Point of a clarification. Yes. English, you know, my second language. When you say armed squire, do you mean uh, that the squire has uh, one arm? <laughs> or it, does it mean two arm? Or is it something uh, like he carry, uh, you know, a, some, some, some kind of a weapon and then, then a quill in the other hand? Yes. See, si. okay. <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> I think uh, that the person with the one arm a lot cheaper. <laughs> Just make it. Yeah. <laughs> Did that help you any? <laughs> well, maybe I should answer them. I think he's five hundred dollars. Hmm. And I think the squire. He need to learn. He need to have an education. Uh, also, he better skilled in the uh, art of a war. Yes. Two different tasks, one guy. Very mm-hmm. important. So, I guess fifteen hundred dollars. 
$1,005 for Esquire. Exactly half the rate of a mercenary knight. Let's talk about an archer. An archer in 1346 would be how much per day? Well, let's see. He's got a lot less to worry about. Doesn't have a horse, probably, right? No. He just got got arrows. The queen. He might have a horse. It might be a pet or, you know, but that's his concern, right? I, I'm gonna say five hundred dollars. Two fifty. Two fifty-two sixty-six. I got a lot of hardship in the family. I know. Hey, I got a background. <laughs> and finally, because it's very specific, Welsh infantry at the same time. Hmm. I'm talking Welsh infantry, not English. Welsh infantry. Yeah. In negative two. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're Welsh, I'm going to say $5 a day. <laughs> DHE, $10. DHE. Good boy. $168.44. You're getting ripped <laughs> I mean, off on your Welshman. <laughs> I don't even think, having to I pay. Don't think you, you'd have to get fractions of penny at that point. Uh, in any case, um, just to, to put it in perspective, <laughs> I will also ask you what the, what, what the incomes were for a baron and an earl for the year 1300. An in average ba- baron, hmm. average earl. What kind of earl? Extra virgin earl? Regular earl? First it pressing. Mod- mod- gradations with the earl. Definitely not extra virgin. Let's let's just let's do let's do yeah let's just do earl earl. Okay. Va bene. <laughs> Solamente earl. <clears throat> Can you repeat the question? <laughs> the annual income, right? The annual income for an average earl in 1300 was... The peasant, the land, the this, the that, the expense... I don't know. Um, I'm going to say $1 million. Ooh. No. And I'm just being I'm just being conservative because if you're an earl, you've got a you've how many horses must you have to buy a year? At least one. So to eat at least. Yeah. I, to eat. I say five million dollars. One hundred and eighteen million dollars. Oh my goodness! So when they talk about uh, the one percent. Crown revenue for 1300 was $623 million. Whoa. So, in labor costs now. And a chantry priest earned about $40,000 in that year. So, I think we ought to go to over under. I would say over under $200. The topic okay. is your pathetic possessions. Are you ready? Oh, you tell us if it's, if it's over or under. No, you say over or under, and I'll tell you. 
Okay. Oh, I like to right. play this game with my gomara. Yeah. <laughs> Over under with <laughs> <laughs> A bucket in 1457, over or under $200? Under. Under. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess you both can do it. It's actually over. Oh. Okay, next one. A bottle in 1457. Under. Under. It is under. A chest in 1457. Over. That's right, it's over. It depends uh, what kind of chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, an axe in 1457. Mm-hmm. That's a tough call. You I'm going to say over. You say, an axe should cost me a lot more than <laughs> over. I say over the 200 for the axe. <laughs> Come on, it's 1450. There was no exes. She's either dead or she's married to you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not in my 1400. <laughs> oh, under? Then we'll... Over, over. Tim of Marco is a very complicated over. It's, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's under. <sighs> oh. A spinning wheel? Over. Over. Under. It's over? Oh. Uh. You should okay. know that. You deal with clothes. I want to be contrary. You say, oh, I don't like it. I don't want to agree with you. A brass pot in 1350. Oh, I know over. a thing or two about pots. That is He's over. a cracker pot. Over. It is over. See. Uh-huh. How about a stool? 1350. A stool? But the kind of stool is. Uh, sometimes uh, this kind of stool that I have to shovel, or uh, you make a very confusal. <laughs> a stool you sit on. I'm gonna say it's over, under. It's under. Oh. 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 When do I win this game? <laughs> well, here's the catch. Neither of you won this game. Your masters have both been informed that you're uh, runaways and you're here. So they're on their way with a posse uh, to, you know, get you and drag you back to your pathetic homes and estates. But thank you so much for playing this wonderful game. Thank you for for, uh, just giving me a moment's relief from the dull monotony of life and the... uh, Terrible pain I suffer every single day. See, That's and what uh, po- see, you come uh, to my shop, uh, give you a good deal. <laughs> I, I can't wait to have some sackcloth uh, tailored perfectly to my bulbous, uh, much plagued body. But thank you so much for both of you. That's thank heaven. you very much. That is my business. <laughs> All right. Ciao. Edwin's Wardrobe is sponsored by Burlap. Carry your vegetables in the same rags you're wearing with Burlap. I haven't heard you do that in years, by the way. <laughs> there was, Ed, there was a tailor on Sullivan Street who sounded like that. And my grandfather used to take me in there as a kid. Just, it was his friend, and he would scare the crap out of me. So that was a pretty extraordinary recording. I, uh, I can't believe it's legitimate, but, you know, uh, these pneumatic tubes are for real. Ed, 
I think the the prices that you worked out are based on your own research. Is that correct? Yes. No. What uh, we actually uh, did was uh, I, I, I ran across a long list of prices from the Middle Ages that was done by a gentleman named Kenneth Hodge. Kenneth Hodges. And uh, it was done in the middle 90s. And it was just straight up in pounds and shillings and pence. And uh, what you can do now, uh, thanks to the miracle of the Internet on uh, measuringworth.com, is actually translate that into modern pounds. Um, And you can then translate that into dollars. And I would put it together a spreadsheet that we will share with all of you that kind of puts everything from fee to join a guild in London, uh, the Queen's Chariot, Lance Armor, furs added to garment, board clothing and instruction in Oxford, and translates that into modern dollars, not only with uh, labor value, with the CPI. And uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, actually uh, send this to uh, Kenneth Hodges, who is now a professor at uh, Oklahoma University in uh, the Department of English in uh, medieval uh, literature. And uh, he took a good look at it and said, okay. So, <laughs> so he, I think he was amazed that someone actually took all his uh, medieval prices and and uh, all of them, I think he just went through as a uh, graduate student at Berkeley and just listed the different prices in different years. I mean, I have everything from uh, 1250 to uh, 1650. I have to ask you guys, what, do you, what was the most surprising figure in that whole spreadsheet? College. For me, that was it's the... the o- it's the only thing that yeah. hasn't Honestly, gone, that... gone down. That uh, Italian tailor we just heard... Uh, made a pretty good point about the cost of books. Yeah, that was um, the thing that jumped out at me. I knew that war horses. And the war were exp- I knew they were expensive. I can tell you exactly how much it cost costed to rent a book and how much it costed to buy 179 books, and I believe like 1278, and it was it was astronomical to buy books. But if you're just getting uh, 126 books in 1397. That was uh, $1.1 million. But yeah. to the just tuition. get lectured at by some dude, it was <laughs> it was surprisingly affordable. I mean, it was a good half to third of price as today. The, then the luxury items, like the hats, the shoes, those are pretty much the same price. Mm-hmm. So like the shoes were around 500 to $600 for a rich person's pair of shoes. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah. Pretty much what it costs no. right now, if you go to one of the, the right. boutiques on, uh, oh, on Madison you, Avenue. Sure, even even well, and the hats too. The the hats, I think, are a little cheaper, but the shoes are definitely in that ballpark. I mean, yeah, you get. I mean, for men's Italian shoes, that they're yeah, they're in that ballpark. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Barstool Historian. Ed, thank you so much for that pretty amazing piece of scholarship here. As always, you can find our past episodes on barstoolhistorian.com and on iTunes. And you can follow us on Twitter at BS Historian, appropriately enough. 
and on our Facebook page, The Barstool Historian. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.